From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, May 19th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Deadly gunfire overnight at an Ohio auto plant. One person was killed in a shooting at the D-Max facility in Moraine on Dayton's south side. The suspect reportedly shot two people before turning the gun on themselves. The suspect was hospitalized. Police in Cincinnati are looking for the killer of a well-known businessman. ONN's Steve Vaughn reports. The Hamilton County Coroner's Office confirmed 70-year-old Michael Sweeney was the victim of a road rage shooting on northbound I-75 last weekend. Sweeney died of a gunshot wound to his head Monday, two days after someone opened fire on his car. He was a member of the Sweeney Automotive family who operate a dozen car dealerships in greater Cincinnati. Police were looking for a gray-colored four-door sedan with heavily tinted windows damaged to the right side and a temporary tag in connection with the shooting. Steve Vaughn, ONN. In Summit County, police are looking for the driver who shot and killed a man in a road rage incident on Wednesday night. ONN's Russ Mitchell has the story. Authorities say George Jensen was shot while driving eastbound at I-76 near Route 21 in Norton. The suspect may have been driving a newer black Camaro If you have any information, you are asked to call the Norton Police Department. I'm Russ Mitchell. Columbus City officials are asking bars and other businesses in the Short North neighborhood to voluntarily close at midnight this weekend after a rash of late-night gun violence in the area. Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther also signed an executive order that shuts down all food trucks at midnight. The public safety of the community is all of our top priority. I'm asking everybody to step up, do their part, Uh, to make sure that this neighborhood and neighborhoods throughout the city remain safe. Food truck operators who rely on that late-night business are especially upset with the plan. Adam Wallace runs the Feed the Need food truck. It means you're out of business. I mean, they've already restricted hours uh, where you can operate. They've already restricted the times where you can operate. So we just paid $1,000 for licensing fees for what? These measures are in reaction to a series of recent shootings in the short north, including the murder of a 21-year-old man last weekend and a shootout with police that injured 10 people the previous weekend. The city will also continue to enforce a curfew, preventing teens between the ages of 13 and 17 from being out in the short north between the hours of midnight and 4.30 a.m. In northwest Ohio, a police chase involving a rented truck that started in Bowling Green ended in another state. ONN's Tim Miller has more. Bowling Green police say three suspects stole $1,400 worth of liquor and other items from the Kroger on Main Street in BG. The suspects drove their U-Haul north on I-475 and US-23 through Lucas County and into Michigan. Monroe County picked up the chase once it crossed state lines, followed by Detroit police who found the suspects and took them into custody. I'm Tim Miller. Northeast Ohio's largest labor union has fired its leader. ONN's Lena Lai in Cleveland reports. North Shore AFL-CIO Federation of Labor has announced that it has removed Daniel J. O'Malley as executive secretary. The AFL-CIO stated that the decision was related to O'Malley's use of the Federation's credit card and reimbursement practices. O'Malley's attorney tells 3 News that his removal was motivated by personal agendas and he's received unfair treatment. I'm Lena Lai. 
An update now on Ohio's controversial August election. Here's ONN's Yolanda Harris. The city of Columbus filed a brief in support of canceling that August 8th election. Well, the brief says voting on a proposed constitutional amendment during an August special election goes against Ohio law. That proposal, if paused, would raise the voter threshold for passing constitutional changes from a simple majority to 60 percent. I'm Yolanda Harris. Tomorrow is the 31st annual Coleman Columbus Race for the Cure. Ohio ranks seventh in the nation for breast cancer mortality. The Columbus Race for the Cure is the largest Coleman event in the U.S., and race director Alyssa Petrella says that's a distinction of which organizers are very proud. We have been for many years and looking forward to maintaining that role, that place in um, the Race for the Cure community throughout the country, but really just proud of Columbus and all that we do to come together for this cause. Petrella says registrations will be accepted right up until the race starts tomorrow morning. Another chapter in the hell is real saga between Ohio's two MLS teams tomorrow night as FC Cincinnati hosts the Columbus crew. Cincinnati has the best record in Major League Soccer this season. And a new survey has ranked NFL stadiums in terms of the best for fan marriage proposals. ONN's Angela Ann has more on how Ohio scored. The sportsbook Betway released a study of the 10 best NFL stadiums for marriage proposals, and we don't have to look far. Cleveland Brown Stadium ranked third behind the Jacksonville Jaguars TIAA Bank Stadium and the Detroit Lions Ford Field. The research took into account how much it would cost for a romantic meal, stadium parking, tickets, and scoreboard messages. Altogether, the average proposal at the Brown Stadium would cost around $450. The most expensive ones, though, at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Vegas, where it cost more than $2,000 to pop the question on the scoreboard. Angela Ann, ONN News. The Cincinnati Bengals don't allow fan announcements like marriage proposals on their scoreboard. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.